You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I know it's chilly here, Sarah. I mean, Greg, it's, it is it's so bit, cold. It's below freezing I know, here, Greg. I well, barely below freezing. But I mean, technically, I'm just saying, yes. It technically, is below yes, freezing. it's below freezing, but it's sunny out. I mean, and I was just trying to tell you beforehand. You know, you're sitting here complaining about this as though this is the end of the world that it's so cold. Right now, in Omyakon, Saka Republic, Russia, in Siberia, it's negative fifty degrees. Right now. Wait, so you're saying that degrees. I don't have the right to be cold because somebody else is colder? Siberia may have a little bit of an issue with you complaining about the cold here, Sarah. It is eighty degrees colder. If Siberia was used to Oregon weather, like if Siberians were used to Oregon weather, they too would be cold. Well, why don't we ask a Siberian? Maybe they feel fine. Maybe they're used to that kind of cold. Shout out to Omicron. Hello, everyone. Mm. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to give a special shout out on this happy new year. 2017, which is our first show back for 2017, because um, yesterday I was out. My voice is not cooperating well in the new year. As you can see, he's totally faking it. Yeah, he which sounds is completely 100% normal. Right, and I'm just faking out, faking <laughs> this this sound right now, um, which of course sucks for something I'm going to be doing for the rest of this week, but I'll, I'll get better. Uh, so we'll talk about that here in a minute. And also some rules about Happy New Year. There are some rules that need to be explained and brought up. It was brought up in our live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Your, sound, your voice sounds like it's getting better the more you're talking, actually. Maybe that'll help. Maybe yeah. that'll do it. Maybe, I just need Maybe to talk resting it. was the exact opposite of what you should have been doing. I going to guess not. Warm up the pipes a little. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe just warm them up. You're doing real good. I'll have a little more coffee for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com, clicks on the Amazon link. It's already been speculated that this is going to be the number one way to shop for anyone online in the year 2017. Wow, Greg is predicting this. Was It, it wasn't just you, though. It was like... It wasn't just me, experts. Financial institutions. Experts. A lot of people have told me this, that, yeah, that going to Fun Some Employment, of your best friends have told you. Some of my best friends. Mm. Going to funemploymentradio.com and <laughs> clicking on the Amazon <laughs> is the best way to shop. Uh, it's being asked in the new year, is it going to be, is this your new voice? Is this uh, smooth? No. Is this uh, the year of smooth jazz, Greg? Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Okay. No, I don't want that to be <laughs> what my voice is. I just, I caught whatever it is has been going around and, of course, right at the last, right at the last minute. So it's... Um, I don't have it as bad as a lot of people did, but I'm I'm not 100%, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm not Thankfully, 100%. I think I've been, like, I had one day where I was a little, like, on the fence and then just drank a lot of water and got some rest and I felt okay. But, I mean, like, it's been hitting everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be fighting. This is about the most I'm going to talk today is just during the show and then uh, then that'll be about it. Um, but, yeah. So thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com, clicks on the Amazon link. So... Before I explain why it is, what it is that I'm doing the rest of this week and, and what's going on with my voice here, uh, I do want to explain a rule that came up about, ha- about Happy New Year, a rule that needs to be explained. So in our Wait, live chat. what? The New Year's already radio. over. How can there still be a Dot carryover com slash rule? Live. There is a carryover rule, and it's an important one that needs to be uh, specified here. So Edward, in our live chat, asked, how long is it that you are allowed to say Happy New Year to someone? And that's a fair point. It's a good rule because, you know, we're on day three right now of the New Year, but here's how long you get to do it. One week. So one week, unless you've already said it to that same person, then you don't say it to the same person again. Once okay, you say that it once is an somebody, interesting rule because I was at the store today and uh-huh. I was getting my coffee from, you know, my favorite barista, Brian, uh-huh. and, uh, and he said, Happy New Year. And I didn't know, like, 
and then I said Happy New Year back, even, but it felt kind of wrong. But oh. you're saying it's not wrong. You Have you said it to him so no. far? So that's the first time you've seen him in the New Year. Yes. Then no, it's perfectly appropriate within three days of the New Year to say that. But what if say I don't see have... someone for the next six months? And then the no. first time I see them, it's like in, in June or something. And then I'll be like, oh, Happy New Year. Good question. That's why it only lasts one week. After one week, it doesn't matter if you've seen someone or not during that week time, the Happy New Year expires. So there's a Happy New Year waiting out there that you've got one in your pocket for somebody that you haven't seen in the new year. So say you've got a friend, you haven't seen them in the new year, you have seven days to use that happy new year on them, or it's too late, it expires. See, I would believe it would be the month of January. No, that's too long. I think one week is too limiting. No, a month is too long. You can't be saying happy new year to someone on like January 21st. Like, Why no. not? That seems like kind of plausible. No, that's too long. That's three weeks into it. No. Do you say happy Christmas to someone three weeks afterward? Well, not everybody no. celebrates Christmas, but everyone's okay. kind of you you know, say, committed to the new year. What? Okay, whatever it is, a universal happy holiday. holidays. You can say happy holidays, and then it just kind of blanket statements like all the month of December. But yeah, but see, we're not in the month of December. By the end of January, that's just too late. That's just too late. You have one week. Now, by this Saturday, then if you it expires Saturday night. Since New Year's was on Sunday, it expires Saturday night at midnight. If you haven't seen that person in that amount of time, boom, that Happy New Year expires. It's no longer valid. You have to wait till next year. It expires. It has a one-week expiration date. Right. And you can only use it on somebody once. So if you've already said Happy New Year to someone, you can't go up and say it again. I found that saying the Happy New Year, too, is also an excuse for lots of cheek kisses. Have you noticed that? There was like, a lot of cheek kissing that went on. And yeah, there's so many cheek, even like during like this, when I, I bumped into somebody yesterday, uh-huh. who was like an acquaintance of mine, but they say like, Happy New Year's. And it's like the total excuse to cheek kiss somebody. Because mm-hmm. people don't usually, they're not like a greeting unless you know you're some like. I fell into it. I did it. I did it on New Year's. Yeah. I did the cheek kissing. Just a little cheek kiss. Because everybody else was doing so it. What so about I just the, did it. what about the New Year's cheek kiss? I don't know. I was more like peer pressure and I just kind of did it. So I don't know what the real rule is on that. I, I did it anyway, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was very odd. But, uh, yeah, I fell into the cheek kissing thing on New Year's. So let me ask you this. So now can you only do the cheek kiss on New Year's? Yeah. New Year's Eve? I'm not, well, for me personally, I'm not going to be doing it more than that. I mean. I think you will. I think if you see someone you haven't seen in a while and they say Happy New Year and you say Happy New Year, you're probably going to give them a cheek kiss. Wait, a random cheek kiss? Well, I only have a couple more days to do mm-hmm. it. You know, if I were going to do that. Ooh, boy, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be a cheek kisser. If I moved to Europe, I would. I would do that. I would do it over there. You would be so awkward as a cheek kisser. Oh, what do you mean? Isn't that I'd be a be, great that's a classy kisser. kind of thing. I think that you'd always yeah. like you'd like accidentally get like a mouthful of hair. Or oh. you'd like kiss someone's eye accidentally. Like you would just have all these like weird things where you just could not hit the cheek. I want to disagree with you so badly, <laughs> but yeah, you're probably right. I would make it really awkward. You'd get it would a be like a nice normal thing and then, and then yeah. I'd kiss their eyeball on accident or something. Yeah, cuz I'd aim wrong or like hit someone's nose oh, hey, or go in Greg, for a cheek kiss and they turned and then awkwardly it looks like I was trying Greg, to kiss Greg, you brought them. up something that I've wondered. All right, so have you ever seen in like romantic movies and mm-hmm. maybe in your romantic life, I don't know, where somebody kisses somebody Very on the romantic. eyeballs? What do you mean? Like where they close their, like even, it's like, that's even that, in that fucking Aerosmith song. It's like, and, you, and I kiss your eyes and thank God we're together. So have you ever seen someone like kissing someone's eyeballs, like their eyes are closed and they kiss their eyeballs? Why do they... Do you think that's romantic or creepy? Because I think that's super creepy. I don't want somebody's mouth on my eyeball. I don't want someone kissing my my eyeballs. It's not my thing. Yeah, like your eyelids. Like they get like, they like do gentle like eyelid kisses. Oh, no. I don't know. I've never been into that myself. No, because I've seen that like when someone's like, when they're expressing like a deep love and someone will like grab someone's face and they just like kiss them on the eyeballs. They do an eyeball kiss. Yeah. Wait, do you do like each eyeball? Each eyeball. 
weird. Like they'll hold, their, they'll cup their face and like maybe like a creepy, like a forehead kiss first. Like, hey, I don't like anybody getting near my eyes because I'm afraid they're going to stab me. Like with a forehead something. kiss and then a forehead kiss. I know that's but then fine. Like a eh. forehead kisses are okay. Yeah, maybe you're like grandma or something. I mean, not that I do them, but I'm just saying I think they're okay. Isn't that all right? No, but I mean, like, do you think it's because you see it in, like, romantic... I've seen it in, like, romantic movies, like, in, like, the foreplay thing where, like, they kiss someone's eyeballs. I'm like, that is Oh, they're, like, leading up to things and they slowly kiss each other's eyeballs? Yeah, they're finally expressing their deep love for each other. Closed eyes, I'm assuming. Closed eyes, yeah. So they're kissing, like, their eyelids. But on their eyeballs. No, that seems like a really weird way to go about it. No, I don't think I would do that. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering because you said that. No, even if I joined that culture, like I would adapt to whatever culture I'm in, but that's not, I don't think that's. Well, what would happen is if you tried to adapt to the cheek kissing culture, you would accidentally kiss people's eyeballs all the time. I don't, yeah. No, I would, and I would get mouth, or I'd, I'd go too far and hit somebody's ear, or or uh, somebody I think in the chat just said, or I would wait too long. Yeah, Nipple says that the kiss would go on too long. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't know the proper amount of time. Or I'd try to turn because you kiss on each side of the cheek. Like I kiss one, and then I try to like quickly. Probably it would be the opposite. I'd go too fast, but then I'd go over and then I'd bonk heads with the person as I'm trying to get to the other oh, side. Oh, you would totally be a head bonker. I would bonk their head, or I'd mm-hmm. hit somebody in the eye with my forehead on accident. Then somebody has a bruise, and then it's all awkward. Yeah, that's exactly how it would go down. Yeah. It would be totally awkward. I would accidentally give somebody a black eye because mm-hmm. I'd bonk them with my head because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to go in. Or I'd, I'd go in left and they'd go in right at the same time and be like, clonk. Oh, man. Did you just hit yourself I'm already in the face out. accidentally like by demonstrating how I'm you would I'm stressing out about this. Greg just hit himself in the face accidentally. I'm stressing out about the idea of cheek kisses. You can't even like pretend to cheek kiss someone that's not here without hitting your actual self in the oh, face. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, okay. I did. I just bonked myself in the face. You really did. This is just how it's going to go. Oh, man. That's so stressful. I hope, there's an, I hope that doesn't happen. Okay, well, what are you going to do? So you are, so we've talked about this. So this is going to be our one live show of the week. So we put together, yeah. we have a bunch of best ofs that yes. uh, Greg has taken upon himself to put together. So thank you very much for that, Greg. Yes. Since yes, he yes. is going out of town. That's, um, yes. Well, thank you, you for upon himself. covering for me yesterday, too, and doing a live show. So there was no podcast yesterday, but Sarah came in here for uh, live subscribers and did a show because I was, I was out, not feeling well, not 100% yet at all, but I will get better. That's what uh, today, the rest of the today is going to be. Yep. And that is because I am heading down to Las Vegas tomorrow morning. Oh, my God. To go to the Consumer Electronics Show for the next, uh, well, till Sunday. I'll be down there till Sunday, and I'll be broadcasting Thursday, Friday, Saturday for Digital Trends at digitaltrends.com Wait, so on tom- Facebook and YouTube. So it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Wednesday, you have like a free day? Uh, no. Well, I fly down there, and then there's meetings of some kind. I don't even know what goes on. There's a whole schedule for me, but I don't know what it is. And I go to like some events or something tomorrow night because I think we're filming something at that. I, I don't even know. I mean, really, it's kind of a, it's kind of a mystery to me. I know the specific things I'm doing. 11 a.m. every day, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time. I'll be live at digitaltrends.com. So please tune in if you can. Uh, tune in 11 a.m. digitaltrends.com or on YouTube or Facebook and uh, throw out some good comments for me. That would be awesome. Oh boy, um, that'd be cool. Uh, that would uh, help out. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But yeah, the rest of the time I'm going to be going. And I guess maybe I should explain what that is. What c- the Consumer Electronics Show yes, is. Yes, because now. people don't know, and I'm still. Yeah. Like people ask ask me what it is, and I kind of think that I explain it, but I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure if I'm doing it right. So what it is? It's the 
one of the biggest trade shows in the world. Last year, there were 170,000 attendees, and it takes place in Las Vegas in the convention centers, and it's for technology. So it's the Consumer Electronics Show. And pretty much anybody who is involved in any kind of consumer electronics, even all the way up to like car companies are there now since you know basically they're, they're rolling computers. It's a computer that you drive around. Um, everybody is there, and it's all the vendors. So as far as like... You know, Sony, but whatever. You name it. You name an electronics company, they'll be there. Minus Apple. Apple's the only one that doesn't attend it. Because okay. Apple does their own thing. They don't attend CES, which is strange. But that's just what Apple does. And it that all, seems like a very apple thing to do. It's a very apple mm-hmm. thing. And it takes place all in these convention centers. So a lot of it is like the brand new technology that's going to be available for you to buy this year is going to be there. Also technology, some of it you may not see for like three or four years, or it may never end up in consumer hands, mm-hmm. they'll have that there too. And so they'll be showcasing it. Some of it's like, like say Samsung's got some really high-end thing that they want to show off that may not ever come to fruition, but they've got it like in a developmental state. They'll have it there for everybody to take a look at. So you get video. to look at things that might not ever hit the market, but you yeah. get to like see what they look like. Yeah, exactly. Nuts. So is this something that you can, Robots like, and that you can that. pay an entrance fee to, or is this something that only if you're involved in, in the tech business? Only industry. So no, uh, you, you have to be involved in the technology industry, either working for a company or working for the media in order to get in. That's the only way that you're allowed in. So the general public can't buy their way in. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, there's one in Germany where the general public can buy their way into. But this one, yeah, only only if you're involved. And it's, you know, I went to it um, twice with Digital Trends, like in two, either 2008 and 2009 or 2009 and 10. I can't remember when exactly I did it. But I think, no, it must have been eight and nine because we would have been doing... Let's, let's make sure to figure it out in real time. Sorry. Now. Well, sorry. It, anyway, I did it a couple of times. And... It's it's a lot of fun. This is a different capacity than I'm going down there this time because now we have an actual um, broadcast stage and everything that I'm going to be broadcasting from. Previously, I walked around and they just filmed going to like booth to booth to booth mm-hmm. and then they'd edit them and upload them. Now we have live streaming capability. And uh, the last time I went down there, like wh- one of the weird things about it because there's so many hun- you know hundreds of thousands of people. There's a lot of celebrities down there. And so I've talked about it before, how you just walk around in some of these booths and you just run into somebody. Like last time, just ran into MC Hammer. Just happened to be <laughs> hanging out there and interviewed Hammer. And then ran into uh, Jordi LaForge, who was, whose name is not Jordi LaForge, but I'm only calling him Jordi. He, he, LeVar, Le- Burton, LeVar, Burton, LeVar yeah. Burton was not the nicest person when I ran into him, which was really disappointing. That still disappoints me because I am a big, uh, a big Star Trek fan and reading Rainbow, but nonetheless, I got a picture Maybe he was him. just in a bad, bad mood that I think day. he was just in a bad mood. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe that's he'll be there again and you guys can write that wrong. Maybe. He might be. And also last time, that's when I got to go on the set of Celebrity Jeopardy because they were filming Celebrity Jeopardy there. Again... Can I say how bad I feel for you? Oh, Pretty bad. Whoa, is Greg. Oh, he has to go to Vegas and work. Oh, Pretty bad for me. Oh, he has to hobnob and try out newfangled gadgets. Oh, God, Greg. Yeah. How will you even survive? It's pretty rough. Meanwhile, it's going to be 18 degrees here on Thursday, here in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I know that's no Siberia, but it's pretty fucking cold here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I was just looking uh, at this. I think it's uh, tomorrow in Vegas. It's supposed to be sixty-one degrees. Well, I guess that's so a little you bit can better. go ahead and fuck yourself. Yeah, I yeah. kind of figured that's how that would work out. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing. So, so I'll be broadcasting uh, there from the booth, and uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be f- it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh boy! It'll so we cool. can all follow your adventures. You can follow my adventures, like I said. Tune in if you can on uh, Facebook Live. So you do say that they're trends. so celebrities are also invited. Are they only invited if they're endorsing a particular product, or are they invited because they're celebrities I, and they get everything that they want? Well, I think it's a little of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a celebrity, you can probably get whatever you want. They can find some way to get you in there. They'll say you're media or something. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not at, at that point, so I have no idea. Um, I would say a lot of them, though, are there endorsing products. So like companies pay them money. To just come and show up. Like RZA's having a concert down there for somebody. I can't remember who. I don't know who that is. From Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, okay. You would recognize him as an actor. Okay. Yeah, you'd recognize him from that. Uh, so there, And then who knows who else is going to be there. And last time, this was years ago, but Will I Am was super popular. So he was there and like, uh, it's hard to say, like Drew Carey. Um, Wilmer Valderrama was down there last time. I did a shot with him at a booth. Do you know of any celebrities in particular that are going to be there? I do know of one celebrity. <laughs> so Thursday morning. Thursday? Thursday. Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Watch Greg at 11 a.m. because I am so jealous. Yeah, Sarah's very jealous of this and I don't blame her. No, it is. Like, this would be the perfect person. See, I'm not going to specify anything about them, but this person would be perfect on Fun Employment Radio. Yes, they would be. Well, which is why if I do a good job, maybe we can get them up here. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to try. But yeah, I will be interviewing one of the most. Can I say anything? Sure. Uh, one of the most recognizable uh, comedic television personalities from a sitcom. From yeah. a sitcom. From a sitcom. His a character, recent, uh, uh, not very long ago, but like. And his character is iconic. You will see it. You will see his character all over the place. I on Thursday. On YouTube and Facebook at Digital Trends YouTube and Facebook page, uh, I will be interviewing, <laughs> aka. Oh my from, God! Uh, damn you, Greg Nibbler! <laughs> God damn you! Yeah. yeah, so it'll it'll be pretty cool. And he's I won't say what he's down there for. He's representing a company, and so there's going to be a whole thing with that. But I'm um, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. Yeah, yeah. So tune in. Yeah, I wonder if his uh, if his wife is going to be there. Won't say who his wife is. <sighs> Probably not at that thing. I don't know. They do a lot of stuff together. She is it's true. Amazing. They do. Oh yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Um, yeah, because he will. What will happen with those guys is they're scheduled for a bunch of things. They just bounce around from booth to oh, booth. Everyone seems pretty excited, and our pal Jacob says, that's so good. I hear he's a lovely man. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard oh, he looks I've heard like a lovely man. Oh! I know. Oh! Esther is strangling I'm me right strangling, now. She's air strangling me. I'm air strangling. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so, so make sure you tune in for that. That would be cool. It would be nice to see some friendly faces in there, too. Mm-hmm. That, would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, be nice to Greg. Be nice to me, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I, I don't so know. You leave for that and tomorrow, for the rest of that, and then I I I don't even know what else we're gonna be doing during that. So do you know? So all you know is that you're going to the airport tomorrow. Which but who's taking you to the airport tomorrow? Sarah's taking me. Oh boy, and who covered for you yesterday? Sarah. Covered oh, me okay, just checking, just checking. Sarah and Sarah did that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What time did she take you to the airport? Uh, we'll talk about it off the air. It's kind of early. What kind? How early? Seven? No, it's no. not that early. It's not that early. Okay. Yeah. Mm, better not be. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. Did I tell you that this weekend I'm actually uh, headed back to Bremerton? Oh, really? Back uh, back to Bremerton. Back, back to back to Bremerton. Yes, back to Bremerton, because we had talked about uh, on Christmas how my sister, you know, and and my niece and her husband went down to California. Uh huh. For Christmas, and uh, so we're actually all celebrating Christmas again. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Christmas number two. It's Christmas number two. With the fam. With though, the family. So back. my sister, yes, yeah, so my sister, Michael, Heather, and then my mom and my dad and I are there. So it's going to, I'm, it's going to be round two of so, the elf pajamas. So, oh my God, wait a minute. We're doing, doing the it. the whole thing again? Yeah, because it's Eloise's first Christmas and we, and she did it down, down But then why did you do it last week? I don't know. So, oh, no. so, no. Wait, so you went up there last week and did the whole Christmas thing in your elf pajamas, which you can see at funemploymentradio.com. But now you've got to go, because your sister was in LA, now you've got to go back up there and you're doing Christmas all over again? Yes, she has to get her elf pajamas. Now. With presents and stuff? or I don't think we get more presents. I mean, like my sister and I can open our presents from each other. Like my, We already did like the family thing. So I'm confused though. So you have like a whole dinner again and like... Yeah. Have people over and no, not the not not the extended family. Just we're having the whole Christmas thing again. And I don't you have, have to go a tree. To, oh, I better not. They better not finagle another church out of me. I'm not going to church again. You've already done no, one. No, I've already done the church. My sister can go to the church. She can go to church. I already did mine for the year. Oh boy. Yeah. So we we're uh, yes, yeah, so we're celebrating Christmas again on Saturday. Okay. Which I'm kind <laughs> of Christmas <laughs> number two. Well, because my parents were. I mean. My parents, you know, they're, they're first-time grandparents, and they were so sad that, yeah. you know, that their their only grandchild oh, was going to be in California. Yeah. So, like, this is kind of to appease the parents, too, because they want to pretend like this is actually Christmas uh-huh. so that Eloise can have her first Christmas yeah. with the family. Um, Ed in the chat saying this is completely normal for kids of divorce. No, I, I understand that sometimes you need to have separate Christmases. I'm saying this is the same group of people celebrating Christmas two not weeks the same, in a row. Not the same well, group. Well, okay, one addition. Three editions. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three editions. Three new people. Okay. Plus, can I tell you something that my mom told me too? She also bought Michael off pajamas. <laughs> and Eloise off pajamas. Michael's not going to wear those. Oh, yes, he will. He's part of our goddamn family now. He sure will. So it's going to be me, oh, Heather, boy. Michael, and Eloise that all have elf Michael pajamas. Michael is Sarah's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't see him putting those on. Oh, he sure will. He's a, he's a game day player. I like him. Yeah. When yeah, when it comes down to it, he's just like, whatever you guys are crazy, I'll do whatever. <laughs> like he just kind of be like, he's a cool guy, but he's just like he's given up. Like we've broken his spirit, or we've increased his spirit actually. Yeah. So he has his own elf pajamas. So uh, we'll try and get a a group family picture of that this weekend. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Eloise's little baby elf pajamas. It's gonna be so. Cute. Well, yeah, Eloise in elf pajamas makes sense. She's like what eight months old or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, well that's awesome though. That'll Jess be fun. is saying, Sarah, your mom only birthed you, so I can see why church is just way too much to ask. <laughs> I did. It wasn't too much to ask. I went last week, or the week before, whenever that was. Was that two weeks ago? Like a uh, week and a half ago. Yeah, I went. Yeah, yeah. I did my. I did my yearly duty. Mm-hmm. I did not complain. I went 45 minutes early so that my dad could find a parking spot yeah. in an empty parking lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I would say, yeah, you did your duty on mm-hmm. going to church. That I would think you're clean on that. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be cool, though. Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited. What else are you going to do for Bremerton stuff? Um, Probably just that. Like, are you going to make all of your friends that still live up there like come out for Christmas like it's Christmas again? Or? Actually, all of my friends 
in Bremerton were pretty much gone for Christmas. So maybe we can, we can pretend like it's Christmas night. Do a Bremelow party. Do a Bremelow party. Mm-hmm. Where you go to the park and drink 40s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. I should call Tanea and see if she's like, like, hey, what's up? I know it's a couple weeks after Christmas. Want to go uh, down you to the drink waterfront 40s at the park? and drink some 40s? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. As you do in Bremerton. As, as is my want. Is that really that much different than a Christmas day, though? I don't drink 40s on Christmas Day. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. What, with my family? No, I mean uh, for the park thing. Well, yeah, that's what we do on Christmas night. That's what I just asked, and then you just said, I don't drink 40s on Christmas. Well, it, this is going to be the second Christmas, so it's going to be basically Christmas. So, yes, it's going to happen again, most likely. You realize this is exactly what I just said, and then you've turned it around I think you're kind of fuzzy argument. with your sick head, and you're not making any sense. No. No. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Greg, I'm kind of bummed this is our one show of the week. But you could have lots of shows. Nobody can hear you nodding. I, I, I don't know what to say. I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's what I got to do. Yes. The burden you bear. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. Things have been a little calm so far this year, which is I'm kind of happy about. There isn't too much insanity, but I did find some stories. First up, I didn't know that this was a thing that happened, so I guess this happened last year. Did you know that people change the Hollywood sign on New Year's Eve? That change it been, to what? It's been vandalized the past couple of years. No. So instead of Hollywood, for the second time... Someone got up uh, onto the hill and changed the Hollywood sign to say Hollyweed. <laughs> Hollyweed. And I guess this has happened before, which I didn't know. So uh, they were able to obscure parts of the double O to make them appear as a double E. So instead of Hollywood, it was Hollyweed. It seems like a lot of work to go to. Like, when you get caught, because that thing's lit up. Yeah. I mean, and I've been up the there, like, and it's, it's surrounded by a fence. Like, it's yeah. kind of hard to get to. Well, plus you can see it from a long ways away. So wouldn't you see somebody messing with it and then... Although I guess, you know, people vandalize things that are public all the time and never get caught. So I suppose, yeah, it's true. If they do suppose it maybe you could. Real quick. Yeah. So the Los Angeles Police Department, which has jurisdiction over the sign, says that a video indicated that a lone individual made the change. Wait, one person? How do you do one? I don't Those know. things are huge. Yeah, he did it by himself. It's kind of like, way to set a goal for yourself and accomplish it. Huh. How tall are the Hollywood letters? Oh, okay. So They're so I'm 45 sorry. feet tall. Yeah, and he was able to... To block part of the O and make yeah. it an E on both of them and not get caught. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that well, with a single person. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like a single person's work. Uh, I got so, No, I they said the surveillance true. video says that it showed that one person did it. Huh. It showed one person actually doing it. So, okay, so this isn't the first time that the sign read Hollyweed. So it wasn't last year. Actually, somebody did it Holly 41 weed, years man. ago. 41 years ago, on the same date, New Year's Day in 1976, by an art student as part of a project assignment. Uh, let's see. So uh, that was also the day in California, 1976, that California law changed to make possession of marijuana up to an ounce of misdemeanor rather than a felony. So it's been altered numerous times. I didn't know this about the Hollywood sign. Since it was first built in 1923. And it said Hollywood Land, right? Yeah. Originally? That's what it originally did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said... Uh, 
They changed it to Hollywood in 1977. These are people who have vandalized it. Uh, they changed it in 1987 to Go Navy. In 1983 to Hollywood. Go Navy. That's yeah. In 1983 huh. to Hollywood in 1987, uh, oil war and or see, let's see, oil war in 1990 and go UCLA in 1993. There used to be so when I grew up in um, hmm. well when I lived in Seattle for a couple of years I went uh, lived next door to this high school it was called Nathan Hale High School if you're familiar with uh, Northern Seattle. Uh, I know that because Brandon Roy is now the coach there. Oh really? He's the head basketball coach. I lived. Literally right next door to that. My house is still there. My sister and I went and saw it last oh, year. Yeah, so yeah. we lived there for two years. He's the coach this year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, at Nathan Hale High School, uh, there was this giant uh, like side of a hill, and it was like a side of a field. And what the students would do every year is they would burn the number of the year that it was oh, into the yeah. side of the hill. And they'd burn, they'd literally light it on fire. And then burn it in the side of the hill. Like, and so I, remember I lived there for 92, 93. Mm-hmm. And so we smelled something burning and we went out and looked and the field was on fire and someone had, you know, burned 93 into it, which I'm absolutely sure that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. I know somebody that did that allegedly maybe at our high school. Yeah, well, I at saw Central it twice. They would do it every year and then it would be burned in and it would be like the path of the numbers, like basically it would burn them down. It looks pretty cool. Allegedly, somebody did that on the front lawn of Central High School. Allegedly, it was Greg Nibbler. No, I don't. Well, neither confirm nor deny these. Well, you know, the Hollywood sign wasn't actually erected originally as a landmark. It started as an advertisement for a new housing development in the area called Hollywoodland. The sign was only intended to stay up there for 18 months. Uh, the land part of the sign was dropped in 18, or excuse me, 1949, and became synonymous with Los Angeles and the years that followed. So they actually had to rebuild the entire sign in the mid 1970s because almost the entire thing had crumbled. So it was restored uh, by the city with help from private donors and is now in pristine condition, except for the Hollyweed. Hollywood. Hollyweed. Hollyweed. Like Hollyweed, man. Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut police are trying to locate a man accused of shoplifting meat and seafood from a local market during the Christmas holiday. Uh-oh. Police say the suspect, uh, the suspect who is pictured uh, in the paper, if you want to take a look at him, just looks like a nondescript white guy, is wanted in connection with two separate food shoplifting incidents at Laboni's Market uh, on Christmas Eve and December 27th. In one instance, he allegedly stole two hams, a big bag of shrimp, and a beef tenderloin. And the second... A big bag of shrimp. I just picture that like ripping open in his pants. Well, in the second one, he stole three big bags of shrimp. He likes his shrimp. Because that one big bag on on Christmas Eve wasn't enough. What's his name again? Uh, I don't have his name. They're trying to find him. He's he's described about six feet tall with a medium build and a thin goatee wearing a baseball cap and a gray hooded sweatshirt in both incidents. According to investigators, the man may go by Richie Simpson. (laughs) I like how random that is. Richie Simpson. We don't know who he is, but he may go by... Richard Simpson. Professional shrimp bandit. Professional shrimper. The shrimp bandit. That's what I think his name should be. That doesn't sound very tough. The shrimp bandit. Well, steal- well, yeah, it's not very tough stealing He stole shrimp, two though. hams and a beef tenderloin, too. Yeah, a couple of hams, a beef tenderloin, mostly the shrimp, though. What's that called? The surf and turf. He should be the surf and turf bandit. Oh. Oh, I win. That's not bad. I win. It's not bad. The surf and turf bandit. Because it, that's what it is, right? With beef tenderloin, isn't it like steak and seafood? I think it's, yeah, it's like steak and, yeah. The surf and turf. Steak and lobster. Because surf is the water creatures and turf is the land creatures. Well, I'm glad you figured that part out on Thank you. how that works. Thank you. Nobody even had to tell me. I did it all on my own. Wow. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Big day. It's a big year. 
So be on the lookout for Richie Happy Simpson if you live in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, a 36-year-old woman. Hey, that's how old I am. A 36-year-old Florida woman. Oh, God. Is now facing assault charges after she decided to grab a dagger yesterday, threatening to cut the Polish dumplings out of her brother's stomach that he decided what? to eat and stabbed the hood of his truck as he tried to drive away. Okay, now, in all fairness, when you are really hungry... I'm going to cut those Polish dumplings out of you. You are kind of the definition of hangry when you're hungry, and you know that. that you I would know, not cut open someone's stomach to eat already digested Polish dumplings out of their if stomach. If they were just eaten, though. Uh, what, what's this woman's name? Uh, let me tell you. Her name is Mandy Rounds. Mandy Rounds. Spelled like it sounds. Mandy Rounds. I'm going to cut them dumplings I'm out of you. I'm going to cut them Polish dumplings out of your stomach. <laughs> Mandy Rounds is facing an aggravated assault charge, if you can believe it. Now she was released. Uh, let's see. So this happened last week. She was released from Paul Beach, uh, Palm Beach County Jail early last weekend on a $1,500 bond. Now, here we go. Uh the man, who she threatened to cut the Polish dumplings out of his stomach, told police that they were at their mama's home off of Old Dixie Highway south of Indian Town Road in Florida at about 11 p.m. Tuesday night. The argument over the dumplings started inside of the house and trailed outside where several other family members were, the man told police. Now, Mandy Rounds, that was when she got upset that her brother had eaten all of the delicious Polish dumplings. <laughs> she decided to grab a large dagger, ran outside, and hurled profanities and threats at her brother. Then she stabbed the front right portion of his gray pickup where the man's girlfriend was sitting. The man being her brother. Now, uh, let's see. Um, Wait, police... she stabbed the girlfriend, too? No, no, she stabbed the truck. To okay. which the, to was this guy the just trying to eat all the dumplings and run? He was trying to eat all the dumplings and then he ran. And you know what? Mandy Rounds deserves some dumplings too. She's worked hard. She's holidays. not. Just because she's hungry doesn't make her a bad person. Right. Yeah. Sometimes maybe you shouldn't be a jerk and eat all of the Polish dumplings by yourself because then your sister won't have to threaten to cut them out of your stomach. It just makes sense. Some things just make sense. Uh, so I wonder how long this guy had that girlfriend, too. Police like, were called. Oh, my God, your family's. <laughs> <laughs> police uh, were able to recover Amanda Rounds. They found her I mean, walking Polish about. dumplings are delicious. They're so delicious. pierogies, basically. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. They, they are. Police found Mandy Rounds uh, walking about a half a mile from the house shortly after the d- incident. However, she did not have the dagger on her, but it was recovered in her room inside of their home. Well, her brother declined to press charges against her for the reported vandalism to the truck. However, she is being charged for uh, trying to assault her brother by by cutting the the pierogies out (laughs) of his Give me them dumplings, you son of a bitch. (laughs) God damn. Cut them out of here. Aren't they all chewed, though, at that point? I mean, really? The only thing that you could really eat out of somebody else's stomach is, like, macaroni and cheese. Everybody make a note of that right now. I feel like that's going to come back in a court case at some point. No, because just, you don't just chew it. in case. No, you I'm just don't that chew one in a it file. as much as you think. Like, I'm like, putting that a... one in a file somewhere. I'm not going to eat anything out of anybody's stomach. Ew, God, what's wrong with you, Greg? Jets. There's jets flying over. Head no, right that now. was somebody wheeling something down the hallway. Oh, all right. <laughs> You're not sick at all. <laughs> You're totally sane. All right, and finally, Greg, I know that you're not really big on, you know, on smelly, like, perfumes and colognes and things. No, they make me, uh... But maybe it's because they're too cologne Maybe you need a different kind of theme to They make them. me sneeze, and then I can't breathe. Well, out of Montreal, Canada, in honor of the city's 375th anniversary, there's a perfume company, Montreal-based there, 
they're launching five new scents, each inspired by a different area of the city that will make you smell delectable. Now, uh, some of them try to capture the old romance of old Montreal. You can smell like grass on the Mont Royal. I like grass. I'm allergic to it, You can smell it, like grass. Um, so, let's see. So, they have different ways you can smell like the city. I know that there's one that smells like Smell food. like grass. Okay. All right. So, there's one that you could smell. Okay. So, you could smell uh, as the floral central uh, scented metropoli. Must be like the center of the... Incorporates something. smells like tobacco and hops, which is a, da- a nod to the downtown nightlife. Oh, that's an aphrodisiac for me. Yeah, there's also one where you smell can... like smokes and beer. It's very delectable. <laughs> <laughs> they also have ones where you can smell like delicious uh, food from Montreal. So you actually smell like you just ate a. See, I don't understand. And uh, granted, I do not get perfume or uh, cologne very much eat either, but I, I don't understand why you would want to smell like food. Like, what is that supposed to elicit? Like, ooh, I'm hungry. Ooh, and I'm that turned like, on by you. Like, you're turned on by ba- hunger? Some or? bacon-scented chapstick before, and it was the gross, like, the grossest chapstick I've ever had. And I, my face smelled like bacon, but why would you want someone's face to smell like bacon? Unless you want to eat them. Yeah, so and I don't want anyone to eat my mouth. Or? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't... I don't like to mix the two. You know that they had a um, KFC. Didn't Kentucky Fried Chicken have a cologne or something? Have a cologne where you could smell like fried yeah, chicken. Yeah, I, I believe so. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. So now, if you're interested in smelling anyway, like Canada, uh, you can go ahead and order those. Uh, I think $185 for a 100 milliliter bottle. If you'd like to smell like something out of Canada. $185. Mm-hmm. Is that normal? Mm, I don't think so. I don't buy expensive perfume, though, so I don't know. So, yes, there you go. I know that we have some Canadian fans there, so if, you, if you'd like to smell more like Montreal, you can go do that for 185 bucks, Or go to funandplantradio.com and click on the Amazon link and buy something that you actually like. Oh, yeah, that's true. There you go. Well, I mean, and it's no offense to anybody who likes perfume and mm-hmm. cologne. Most of the world does, and I have no problem with it. It's just sometimes it makes it so I can't breathe. Yes. You're a very sickly child. No, I'm not. All right, there you go. That's the world of crazy. I didn't think about that. How you doing over there, Ace? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Are you running a little low? I'm running a little low, but, okay. uh, you know, I'm powering through. Sure. Well, remember, we still have to do all the intros and ultras for the... Oh, yeah, for the best of too. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We do have to do that. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, maybe we should... I don't should... want you to run out of steam. No, I don't want to run out of steam either. All right, mm. well, yeah, maybe we should wrap up then for, okay. for today, Did just a little bit early. Uh, we didn't, but we did want to say hi to a new friend that we made. Uh, yes. Yeah. We want to give a shout out to Justin. Justin. So it was so awesome. Uh, Greg's brother was in town. And so we all went downtown, a big group of us, to go watch that uh, really sad UFC fight. Yeah. That I'm not much Ronda of a Rousey. UFC person. It's so, so I don't, gross. I hate that. I don't watch UFC. It's way too bloody. Um, but yeah, but, but my brother's all into it. And so... And anyway, yeah, so um, we were just kind of um, walking in there, and then we ended up bumping into Justin, who, hello, Justin, who um, is super awesome. He was getting ready to go and spend the weekend at yeah. church, is what he was saying, out, up on the mountain. Yeah. And uh, thanks for coming up and saying hi to us. As always, we love it when people come up and say oh, hi. Seriously. Please always do it. Made our night to, you yeah. know, to get to meet. Yeah, if you, you know, ever see Sarah or I out and about anywhere, please come up and say hello. Actually, if you're going to be in... Um, in Las Vegas, if you're going to CES, I know we have a lot of people that listen that are in the tech industry. Like, if you're going to be down there, and the booth that Digital Trends is at is in the south entrance, please come say hello. Please come say hello. Like, anytime you see Sarah or I anywhere, say That's hello. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, that would be cool. It all it makes it makes us look. If you're gonna be in too. Bremerton this weekend, yeah, maybe I'll see you there. You're hanging out Bremelo style. Bremelo style. Bremelos. Bremelo. Okay, yes, you've, you've said that now. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <sighs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. We really greatly appreciate it. Very, very much. Very, very much. Very, very much. It's a wonderful new year. We'll be here. And so, yeah, we have some best ofs each day this week. And then we're, gonna be. we're already stacking up the guests. I do want to announce that next week we have confirmed our dear friend... Mr. Rick Emerson, Rick Emerson is going to be joining us What's he next been up to? week. Well, we'll all find out together. So <laughs> just uh, spoke with Rick today. He's coming on next week, so look forward to that. Also, we'll have all of Greg's CES stories. Isn't that the same time that the porn convention is going on, too? The porn it used to be like right afterward. used to play a game, and I'll just say this because the porn convention happened right after CES, and it was... Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, it's Las Vegas. Like, well, hooker or porn star? Hooker or porn star? So you, did, you never really knew. Oh, those are always fun. You have to collect a lot of cards, too, so you can play hooker high-low. I'll get some cards. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll get some cards. Anything else? Should I place any bets for you? Do you want any bets placed? Or? Ooh, I want uh, black, uh, I don't know, five on black. Wait, what? If you roll the ball thing, the little spinny ball you want it in roulette? You want $5 on black? Sure, that's what I want. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. I'll bet $5 on black. Thank you. On a roulette table for you. Um, I wonder if I should place any bets on Well, you should probably do some of your own sporting bets since you tell everybody else to. No, I don't to. put my own money on those things. Well, you should I probably do gamble. That's called gambling. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back live on Monday, but with more shows tomorrow right here at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.